This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. You like that uh, little dramatic pause? When I did you there? forgot your name? <laughs> yeah, I was like, do I say Tim or Tom? I forget. <laughs> you want me to call it Doctor? Well, that's uh, you know the result of uh, over a decade of uh, taking on these false personas. Oh yeah. So that nobody can uh, ever find us. It's very confusing <laughs> that your name in real life is Tim and my name in real life is Tom. <laughs> I know, but it made it easier to remember it in the beginning, <laughs> at least. Uh, we had just seen that movie, Call Me By Your Name, and we were like, that sounds like a pretty good idea. Yeah. Let's call each other by each other's, by our names. Yeah, we'll apply it to the podcast, <laughs> and that, it'll obscure our identities. That's uh, uh, what we took away from that movie. I've never actually seen that movie. I've never seen that film either. And now Army Hammer's a real creep, so... And Timmy is, that's Timmy Chalamet? Timmy Chalamet is not a creep as far as I know. Yeah. As far as I know, he's still America's nice Number one little boy. boy. Yeah. Yeah. He's making, they're, they're coming out with that new Dune movie. Doom? Dune. Dune. Yeah. Yeah. Starring Sting. Bigger Dunes. Yeah. Um, Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a hooray for Hollywood episode. <laughs> yeah. I got stars in my eyes. Uh-huh. But first off, should we dedicate it to, to little Timmy Chalamet, Hollywood's best boy? <laughs> sure. This episode dedicated, I don't know if he's in any movies this summer. Any Dune big ones. Too. I don't think that comes out this summer. I think it comes out in the winter. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Timmy Chalamet's in like uh, like 100 movies a year. Yeah, but they're not always big movies. I'm yeah. sure he's in some movie that comes out over the summer, but you know, not a not a big blockbuster. That's not the kind of guy Timmy is. He's not in that Wes Anderson movie. Hey, spoilers! We'll figure oh, it I out. I think he we'll, is. We'll figure it yeah. out when we get there. You know, he used to have a like a YouTube channel where he modded like Xbox controllers, mm. <laughs> and that was what he uh, what he would post about. That's cool. Like yeah. I like when people have hobbies outside of their. Well, I like when you realize. Like, oh, this guy's a real guy. Like, and he was trying to make it in Hollywood and he made it. And unfortunately, that meant leaving behind his YouTube channel where he modified Xbox controllers. But, you know, that, that careers take sacrifices sometimes. Yeah. Timmy Chalamet, we salute you. Yeah. And I hope this episode lives up to your expectations. <laughs> and hey, let's hope you get a mention at some point in here. Uh, Tim, we're doing uh, summer movies 2023, summer movie preview, the Entertainment Weekly. Remember Entertainment Weekly would do that? Yeah. You would get it at a blockbuster video. They'd have it. Uh, they'd have like the double issue on the rack, the summer movie preview. Yeah. And now we've displaced Entertainment Weekly as uh, America's favorite source for movie news. Yeah. And Puff pieces <laughs> we do we do a lot of pieces on this honestly every week we're asking each other some very softball questions yeah well you know what it, it, we've rehabbed our images people don't look it up what happened yeah. Yeah, the... <laughs> they, they, they think uh, i'm tom you're tim <laughs> uh, and they'll never find out the truth uh i went to the movies this past weekend tim tom the movies are back so relevant yeah uh a theater boy Mm -hmm. Tom Reynolds yeah. goes and sees, I'm going to guess, yeah. the newest 
Marvel Cinematic Universe yes, film? Yes, the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. After I did not see Ant-Man Quantumania in theaters, I think the first Marvel movie I did not go to see in a theater. Did you see it on... Let's say Disney Plus. Uh, no, I don't think it's on Disney Plus yet. It's uh, it's available for rental. Okay. Did you? I'm winking here. Y- yes, rent I rented it? it. Of course. Did you enjoy it? I I was like, I can't wait to give Disney twenty dollars to watch a movie that got bad reviews that nobody liked. Uh, no, I didn't really enjoy it. I thought it was pretty bad. That stinks. It's Paul Rudd. Yeah. Who, uh, you know who's great? F- formerly America's uh, Hollywood's best boy. <laughs> right. He finally, after he hit fifty, he aged out of being the best boy. Yeah. You're not a big fan of Evangeline Lilly's acting, but you are a fan of her views. <laughs> of her right? politics. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, and honestly, she barely even acts in this movie. I think she had like three lines, even though the movie is called Ant-Man and the Wasp. Right. Um, but uh, that wasn't that good. But the new Guardians movie was pretty good. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of the Guardians movies. Uh, that I, raccoon is a little off-putting. No, I like the I like Rocket. I like the movies. It's just like they're not. Uh, I've I've never really been like real into space stuff. I guess. Mm. Uh, so especially in comics, like I was kind of. Buzz Aldrin was here. He'd punch <laughs> you in the mouth. Yeah, and he'd be he'd be right to do he it. He would be. Uh, that's and I would never dare to say that I'm not into space stuff instead of in front of Buzz Aldrin. I wouldn't say much in front of Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, I just listen. Yeah, yeah, he's got a lot of wisdom to him. Yeah, hey, what? Hey, what are they happen up there on the moon? He he passed right. Sadly, I think we so. lost Buzz in the last like I, I want to say eighteen months. Yeah. Um, you think anybody ever had the gall to tell him to buzz off? <laughs> no, there was that guy that told him the moon landing was fake. And he punched him in the face. I know, but that's different than buzz off. I'm sure somebody at some point said, "Hey, Buzz, why don't you buzz off?" And they probably got punched in the face, just like that guy. Uh, but anyway, I went to see yeah the Guardians movie, and I consider that kind of like the start of the summer movies. Like that, yeah. that's the biggest release as of recent. Oh, I guess the Mario movie was a big release, but that was in April. That's spring. Tom, I'm going to get my freaking ass kicked <laughs> by a 93 year old, <laughs> very alive Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, I thought he was alive. He's going to be like, you thought I was dead and you postulated that someone would have the gall to yeah. tell me to buzz off. You're in, yeah, you're going to be dead. I'm going to kill you. I'm going <laughs> to strangle you with my... And replace uh, his blood with my young. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm blood. gonna strangle you with the the strength I gained from the moon and didn't yeah, tell anyone he's about. Bash my head in with a moon rock. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Where are those people had sex on those moon rocks? No. So like some people stole a bunch of moon rocks. I don't think I don't know if they stole them. I think they just like went into the vault and took them all out and had sex on them. Who are these? I think like NASA. Who employees. are these people? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, just the, sickos over there. I mean, and I'm sure when you see a moon rock, you're probably like, for a second, you're like, oh, cool. And then you're like, yeah, it looks like a rock, more or less. Yeah. I've seen rocks like this. You work for NASA, Tom. Yeah. Probably have a big brain. Mm-hmm. Brain that big probably has capacity for a lot of perverted thoughts. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, no, the regular common man and woman would never... Even think probably couldn't even fathom some of it. Oh, you know what? You know what? You you know what? An exciting thing uh, to do would be Mm -hmm. fornicating on moon rocks. Yeah, 
Disgusting. Which, which I believe are razor sharp. Hmm. But yeah, you know, some people like uh, uh, as Anthony Kita said, like pleasure spiked with pain. Uh-huh. Anyway, Tim, we're talking about the summer movie season, uh, which I just said is starting. Uh, it started, or I'm saying it started. All right, and these are, these are Hollywood pictures. Yeah, big Hollywood pictures. Although some of these, I feel like, are movies that I I'm like, huh? I never even heard about this. Tom, that's because. Must see TV doesn't exist anymore, so they don't play commercials on television for like, here's the next big movie yeah, that's coming out. I guess you I, only know about the the movies that they like cover on your like yeah blogs where it's like your oh blogs. where it's just like hey guess what we've we've run eighty thousand articles about this movie that comes out in a month you know the plot you know every surprise there. Um, and, no, I stopped reading a lot of that stuff yeah. for that reason because it, it was like, oh, this is just like ruining everything. I go in to see a movie and I already know everything that's going to happen. Batman's going to put uh, bang these two goons' heads together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean that I don't mind being spoiled because that's still uh, a fun thing to see. It's a surprise every time I see it. I yeah. know, I know it's coming, but I'm like, oh no, how's he going to take on two goons? Ah, smash their heads together. Um, no, I was thinking about this the other day. Tim, uh, can I go on a slight tangent here for a minute? I don't want to go off on you a know, rant You here. know what uh, What brand I'm a big fan of nowadays? Ooh. You'll never guess. L.L. Bean. No. A food brand. <sighs> Chef Boyardee? No. Polaner All Fruit. Say it again. Polaner All Fruit. Polaner Yeah. All don't you fruit? remember their commercials? No. Can you please pass the planner all fruit? And then the guy goes, can you please pass the jelly? Oh, that's that? <laughs> yeah, and everybody flips out and like a lady faints. Yeah. Um, all right. Vrema wasn't alive during these commercials. <laughs> it was basically a company selling like fancy jelly. Uh, Jams, the, maybe? Jam. To the point where it was called planner all fruit. And if yeah. you dared call it uh, jelly, that was uh, an affront to these uh, fancy rich people. It was an aspirational product. Oh yeah, and I know that. I know this. Yeah, I know this. But anyway, uh, I'm looking. I'm looking at pictures of the label. It, it's a good jelly. Uh, but I was thinking about: <laughs> Do they still make like commercials for jelly for TV? I don't know. <laughs> right? I mean, like this was, I think, like a fairly big budget commercial. It's like, really? Like, how much? But I guess you, you convince somebody like me to get into Planner All Fruit, I don't know, 35 years <laughs> later. Were we just, like, so stupidly impressionable? <laughs> like, that one freaking Grey Poupon commercial yeah. with the two mm. Rolls Royces, yeah. right, makes me, to this day, <laughs> I go into a, a grocery store, and I was like, no way I can afford Grey Poupon. And then I'm like... <laughs> Only three thirty nine. Well, I can't afford not what? to buy I mean, this, this thing. This is the same mustard people with Rolls Royces eat. Yeah. To the point where somebody in a Rolls Royce knows that another Rolls Royce would have Grey Poupon in their uh, Rolls Royce. Mm. Yeah, I guess in the like eighties and nineties, there were a lot of commercials, food commercials that were very uh, like aspirational and and just try to like. Uh, 
sell the idea of luxury around very normal, mediocre products. Yeah, and a couple of five-year-olds really took it to heart and <laughs> believed that these things were... And are now brand loyal. Yeah. You could, like, at this point, I know mm-hmm. these brands are already doing this, but, like, for most millennials... Yeah. If Grey Poupon's like, okay, we want to target the millennials, mm-hmm. they could price that thing... The a, a jar of mustard, yeah, like forty five dollars, and we'd be like, "Well, that's what the rich people pay. Yeah, and it's it's worth a, it." Put a Supreme logo on it, yeah, and uh, the people won't think twice. I don't understand Supreme. I, I like <laughs> people have explained it to me, yeah, and I just uh, like I get it's oh, it's like hype, it's marketing, yeah. but it's also like yeah, but wait, it's a t shirt, right? Mm-hmm. Look. Not always. Sometimes it's other things. Yeah. And then Neil Young was uh, photographed in it. At oh, one really? Point. Yeah. I huh. don't understand how any of this works. I have no idea. Neil Young was such a hype beast. He's a, he's a loner, Tom. <laughs> no, he's married to, what's her name? The lady from Darryl the Daryl Hannah. Yeah. And uh, the lay from the things what I meant by that was splash. Splash. <laughs> um, Tim, uh, this this weekend there's actually three movies coming. Okay, out. ready, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. We now present to you the 2023 summer blockbuster rundown dedicated to Timmy <laughs> Chalamet. <laughs> America's boy. Number one boy. Hollywood or America? I guess he's America's boy. Because Hollywood sets the tone for America. That's true. Uh, Who wrote all these movies if all those those folks are on strike? Yeah, it it makes you think. Probably chat GPT. Um, So this, this weekend you've got, I, I find it funny, uh, two Always Sunny actors movies coming out head to head. Charlie Day's Fool's Paradise and Glenn Howerton's Blackberry. Well, like Charlie Day wrote and directed Fool's Paradise too, which unfortunately looks like it's getting bad reviews. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, uh, but Blackberry's got good reviews. I uh, what's the, what's the Charlie Day movie? Fool's Paradise. Fool's Paradise is number one on my two C list. <laughs> okay, because it looks nice. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna wait for more reviews before I decide. Before you decide to pirate it either way. <laughs> no. I'm gonna go pay for it. Uh-huh. And not even see it. <laughs> it looks like a throwback, like a like yeah. a Charlie oh, Chaplin. Yeah. No, movie or I mean something. I hope it's good, but uh, maybe something the whole family can enjoy. I'm going out to see my parents this weekend. Uh-huh. Maybe we all go out to a movie. Maybe. Uh, this Blackberry movie got very good reviews. It's called Blackberry. It's called Blackberry. It's about Blackberry. Um, the food that you put no, in your oatmeal? No, no, Tim, the old phones that, uh, that businessmen used to have. You never had a Blackberry, did you? Um, I did have a Blackberry. Oh, you did? I never had one. Yeah, it was, uh... It was like a work one? It was a work thing, and I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but now... Mm-hmm. Somebody, there was something. Somebody from the film, yeah, described it as a a phone that uh, aimed to make you more productive, Mm -hmm. but didn't try to take your attention. Yeah, which is like 
that's what I want. Mm-hmm. I want something functional that's not also using like slot machine and <laughs> casino tactics yeah. on me to make sure that like I I'm always on it. Yeah, but but the the only things it could really do, I mean, I guess like the later ones could do more when they like had to start competing with smartphones, but uh like the big thing was that it could do messaging and it could do email. Yeah. And it's like, but but those are the two things that when I'm out and about, I don't really want. I what mean, messages, sure. But like email, it's like, no, I don't want to like have to sit down and be like, all right, let me tap out this email. I mean, if you're a businessman, Tom, you're not a businessman. That's true. But I can use my iPhone. Tom, for you know that. what? I'm not a businessman. Mm-hmm. I'm a business man. Wow, that's great. Uh, I'm kind of surprised this game. I a, wrote that a theatrical release uh, and not just dumped on Hulu or something. Yeah, right. Like it seems like a Hulu movie. Yeah. I can't imagine it. I mean, I think it's cool that they're releasing in theaters, but I can't imagine it's going to be like a hundred million dollar opening weekend for BlackBerry. Where did you source these descriptions that you provided? To uh, these are sourced from Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, so. Uh, at some, okay, Rotten Tomatoes says, based on a nonfiction book profiling the rise and fall of the once popular BlackBerry mobile phone company, this cheeky biopic stars Jay Baruchel, Baru, is that how you say it? Yeah, sure. And Glenn Howerton is the founder and former CEO of the company and tells the remarkable story behind the world's first smartphone. Okay, mm-hmm. so- we got that. Yeah. We got Tetris. Mm-hmm. We got Air. Yeah. Um, what there, else? There was got? just a pinball movie that came out about pin, like I think maybe the inventor of pinball or like the guy who popularized pinball. Okay. Tommy. <laughs> Presumably Tommy. <laughs> Ew, I mean, that was the, quite a feat. The original pinball wizard. Yeah. Yeah. Deaf, deaf, blind, and dumb, and but uh, you could play me in pinball. Huh. The last part is kind of... <laughs> <laughs> i got to say that about him. Uh, yeah, and, and people are like, oh, these are just, uh, you know, uh, love letters to capitalism. Yeah. Um, but I think they're all just like lies, like stories <laughs> that are like lies. <laughs> well, the, the, they're the, like, you know a thing. Yeah, the Tetris movie definitely was like... Uh, uh, it, it you know had like chase scenes and stuff, and it's like no, nah, no, nah, that kind of stuff happened when, when they, they were... played the chase scenes. Was it like do 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 do? No, that would have been awesome. Do 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 like an like orchestral a... version of it or something. No, or if it were just like a like a ripping distorted guitar. Oh hell yeah! Uh, I love metal covers of the uh, video game like eight bit <laughs> video game music. Yeah. Uh, I I forgot to mention this on our Zelda episode the other day, but uh, well, this guy's not gonna like it. What? There's a guy talking <laughs> all over town who's just like, "When did this podcast become uh, oh, a, a podcast game? about a video game about video games I've never played?" And it's like, eh, give us a list of the video games that you yeah. played, and we'll be Solitaire, sure. Solitaire, Minesweeper, yeah, probably a uh, freaking uh, Galaga. Um, but the Zelda theme song, they originally, I, it's in my notes, but it was like a different classical music piece was going to be the main theme. And apparently like the day before the game was due, they found out it wasn't in the public domain. Like they thought, uh, the composer came up with the Zelda theme song in one night. The wow. Dun, 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 
I'll stop there. I don't yeah. want us to get sued. Um, Tom, mm-hmm. on a scale of one to five Chalamets, <laughs> how excited are you for block for Blackberry? I'm a three on Blackberry. Three Timmies for me. They say. It's a cheeky biopic. What does that mean? Is there going to be a lot of like, stuff like where they're going to be like, "Wow, this technology is so great, it'll never get displaced." <laughs> and then I'm like sure. they'll be like, uh, you know, it'll be like uh, there'll be a reference to Apple or something. And it's in like, the, oh, Apple, that failing company that. Yeah, yeah I, I, in the trailer they they show like uh, the, the characters watching the iPhone keynote. So yeah, there there's stuff like I'm sure that's what all the cheekiness is, which is very annoying in in stuff nowadays. It's annoying, but it's also like oh, you like have to reference it, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Also out this weekend, Tom. Mm-hmm. Hypnotic. Now here is a movie I did not. I have not heard a single thing about this movie until today when I looked it up. And that's how you know it's got to be a very good movie. But this is the thing, But it's Tom, right up my alley. Where are we going to find these movies? Yeah, the we, movie We theater. got ad blockers on all the YouTube <laughs> videos we watch. No, I subscribe to YouTube Premium. I actually too, do, too. And yeah. uh, I got to say, this is not a paid endorsement, mm-hmm. but I ain't endorse it <laughs> yeah and i hope they pay me for this <laughs> and say so you paying them it's great yeah um and you, you get... can watch the coco melon wheels on the bus all the time and uh they don't even no play one ad on it uh and uh, you get youtube music which stinks but oh i didn't even realize that okay uh it stinks, but it's still got all the music uh Ben Affleck stars in this sci-fi thriller directed by Robert Rodriguez Mm -hmm. about a detective who inadvertently becomes entangled in a vast government conspiracy involving a series of high-profile heists when his daughter goes missing. This, okay. So it's it's sci-fi somehow. Yeah. Vast government conspiracy. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Heists. Yeah. And Fucking, then, and and then, then it's got, got a taken twist to yeah, it. Yeah, and you got Ben and Bobby in there. Ben and Bobby. Spy Kids is uh, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Well, the one I was reading a, a thing where they were pointing out that like this is only like I don't know, maybe like the second uh, Robert Rodriguez movie that's like fairly like straightforward, I guess. Like not, you know, some Creighton, not like Grindhouse or the Spy Kids movies. Like, you know, he's done very not experimental things, but, you know, like weird things. And this is like, no, nah, there's like a pretty like cut and dry, you know, like a sci fi thriller movie. Not not the kind of thing he normally makes. Yeah. You know, I saw. I saw this. I was reading it. I was like, Ben Affleck, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, love him. Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen a Robert Rodriguez movie. <laughs> you haven't seen El Mariachi? No. Yeah, it's good. I haven't seen Desperado. Yeah, also good. I haven't seen his segment of Four Rooms. <laughs> that, uh, well, that, in fairness, I haven't seen either. I did see uh, From Dusk Till Dawn. Enjoyed yeah. it. Um, never saw the Spy Kids. Um. Yeah, Sin City. Mm-hmm. I actually, I I saw that. Yeah. Did not care for it. Mm-hmm. Did not care for Sin City. I liked it. 
Um, and I never saw the Demi Lovato Confident music video that he directed. <laughs> that, yeah, I've never seen that either. Um, I've, Tom- I've seen, I think this movie is also getting bad reviews, Hypnotic. Right. And the fact that seemingly there is no marketing behind it is, you know, uh, troublesome. I'm watching but... a trailer right now. They made a trailer for oh, it. Okay. Well, they made a trailer, then it must yeah. be good. Uh, could you not watch trailers for the movies that we're covering? <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to get the vibe of this. Okay, and what's, the, what are you getting? It looks like uh, gritty. Okay, well, we love gritty movies, and it's, here. I've just been informed, it's a Robert Rodriguez film. Okay, and now there's a swat. There's a Tim, heist. All right, next week, next week, uh, we got another big, a heavy hitter movie coming in. Summer blockbuster. Wait, hold on. Can I talk about? Uh, Ben Affleck for a second. Sure. He stars in Hypnotic. Uh-huh. This guy's been busy as a beaver. This guy's been <laughs> busy as a Chalamet. <laughs> he really has, yeah. He's in all these movies. That, remember, he was in that movie Air, yeah. and he directed it, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's in this Hypnotic movie. Do you remember, like, a couple months ago, there was, like, a sex movie that came out on Hulu? <laughs> oh, yeah, With yeah. him and his ex-girlfriend? Yeah, Anna Darmus. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And it was like, what? And, uh... I don't know. I feel like he's 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 turning up in a lot of things. Yeah, he's and he, he married rubbing Jennifer. lotion on his uh, his wife's butt. Yeah, yeah. On the in the paparazzi pictures, his uh, his ex wife Jennifer Garner was in the new season of uh, Party Down. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sure he probably had a little bit. Maybe he had to like take the kids a couple of times because she was busy. I don't know if he's allowed to see the kids, <laughs> but he seems like a good um Tom. Yeah, we're. A pro athletic podcast. Oh, I, I, till the end. Okay. Till the I, day I die. <laughs> I, I mean, like, he's the kind of guy that, like, no matter what, like, he could do something real bad, and I'll be like, Probably oh, come has, on. Yeah. He's, all, he's a, he means well. You'll be the guy defending him. Yeah. Uh, he's getting a lot of shit lately, I feel like, because he has, like, a, a resting, miserable face. Yeah. And, uh, People like there are all these articles that are like, oh, look at how unhappy he is with uh, with Jennifer Lopez. It's like that's just what he looks like. Yeah, he's a curmudgeon. Yeah, man, imagine he like you know he aged into like an Ed Asner style guy. <laughs> I could see him doing that. Yeah. I could see him aspiring to that. Um, all right, Tim. Next weekend, uh, Fast X. The, the X the, stands for ten. Yeah, the tenth. Fast and Furious movie. The X is shorthand for and furious. You know, like in the olden days when someone would just sign with an <laughs> X, X and that would be their name. I think it, people did that when they know how to write. Yeah, well, maybe the people who <laughs> made this movie don't know how to spell furious. Maybe. Uh, but the the newcomer in this... Oh, so Dwayne Johnson is not in this one, by the way. Right. Because of bad blood. But Jason Momoa is, and I feel like they're kind of, I feel like that's the problem with these movies now. I think the last one had, or, or one of the more recent ones, like Idris Elba was the bad guy. And they're like, they've kind of gotten to the point where I feel like there are just so many big stars in these movies. There aren't like big, like Idris Elba and Jason Momoa are big stars, but they're not as big as like Vin Diesel, I think. Vin Diesel... Is he a big star? It's a big star, Tim. He was in uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy yeah, he's too. Groot. Mm-hmm. 
He was the Iron Giant. Is he was in Vin, Boiler Room Vin in 2002. He's all a big star. I mean, besides the Fast and Furious well, movies. Uh, that would be like, oh, is Joe Biden the president besides being the president? Of America? <laughs> is he the president of any other country? <laughs> yeah. He doesn't um, need to be in other movies. Okay. Um, I've never here's seen my question. a Fast and Furious movie. Have you? I've never seen one. I saw the first Which one is insane. in theaters. I, they, they'd be up my alley. Yeah. Maybe I'll you know, try. Sometimes they drive the cars through the alleys. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right up those alleys. Um, I can't keep track of the dynamics of Hollywood stars, mm-hmm. but I thought- I did about four hours a day to it. <laughs> I'm sure. I would think Jason Momoa and mm-hmm. The Rock would be tight. Yeah. Like that Jason Momoa would be like- Oh, I'm not going to be in it if my bro- Well, Lane I think like publicly he'd be like- like on, uh, like you'd be like, hey, just want to support my bro. Hey, like he'd be like, hey, uh, rock my brother. You know, he'd be like my <laughs> yeah. brother. You know how uh, once <laughs> Hollywood guys become like that level of douchebag, yeah. they start calling people brother. Yeah, I think he'd be like, hey, my brother. Yeah, well, be careful. Hulk Hogan used to do that too, and it was cool when he no, did he'd it. say brother. Yeah, listen here, brother. No, he'd be like, hey, my brother. Yeah. That is, that's Jason Momoa, not not Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Okay. So what's your point that you're surprised that, that Jason Momoa would be in it because you imagine he has the kind <laughs> of relationship with Dwayne Johnson where he calls him my brother. Precisely. <laughs> okay. In public. Yeah. Behind the scenes. I don't know what kind of bad blood they have. I could also see Jace Momoa. I think it's fine. I think Jace Momoa is probably like, oh, look, man, I know if I should do it. And he's like, hey, listen, man, you do you. You know, you got to look out for number one. Right. The Fast and Furious movies are interesting to me because there's this whole meta narrative on top <laughs> of it. Right. Uh-huh. Because like. You know, uh, that that poor gentleman... Uh, uh, Paul Walker died, yeah, yeah. Passed, and then, like, his, his character kind of got, like, a send-off in the movie, yeah. but it wasn't really, because, like, yeah, it had nothing they, to do, and I think they didn't kill off the character. Whatever. And no, then there's, they, like... they had his real-life brother stand in and then use computers to, like, put Paul Walker's face on his brother's face and just had him, like, drive off, but, like... But with the implication that he was gone. Right. But there was yeah. like, from what I understand, that that film, there was like an, even like an epilogue or like mm-hmm. post credit or mid credit sequence. We're going to get letters for this. Um, where like the cast like sent him off. Like, yeah. And like even some of the, like the villains. In oh, it, like, yeah. Like, yeah. There, yeah. There, there's a part at the end. Where it's like, I think it's Vin Diesel singing a song, and he like pulls up alongside him, and yeah. he like nods at him. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, there's all that. <laughs> there's like the Vin Diesel versus the Rock stuff. Uh-huh. That like, there's just so much. Like, I feel like it's uh, it's like this is why I also can't get or I couldn't get into a lot of. Um, hip hop, you know, <laughs> you just can't keep track. Of Fifteen it. to twenty years ago, it's like I know this guy's mad at this guy, and that's what this song is about. But like, yeah, uh, and they used to be good friends. Yeah, I have or, to like keep track of like everybody's enemies, but personal now they're good lives friends. and like these relationships to understand the songs, mm-hmm. and like that's the way I feel about these movies. And it's just like, mm, duh. hey, I don't think yeah, ha- I think you can just watch these like extremely dumb movies and be fine with it. 
Well, I, I, the only way I could see myself doing it is something like, like very fast cars in it or something. This week's episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is brought to you by Nutrafol. Have you noticed that your hair just isn't looking as healthy as it used to? Maybe you're starting to see more of your scalp or you're self-conscious about thinning patches. It can be frustrating. But with Nutrafol, you don't have to just accept it. You can do something about it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement, clinically shown to improve hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage for men and women. Nutrafol's hair growth supplements use physician-formulated natural medical-grade ingredients. Their drug-free patented technology provides consistent, reliable results. Thinning hair is different for men and women. Nutrafol has multiple unique formulas to provide exactly what they need based on their biology, age, and other lifestyle factors. Go to Nutrafol.com men to take their hair health wellness quiz. Identify causes of your thinning hair and Nutrafol will give you a personalized plan for better hair growth through whole body wellness. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning. Stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism through whole body health. The best part? While it will help you keep your hair, reduce your stress, and improve your sleep, you won't have to make any compromises. And it works. In clinical studies, 72% of men saw more scalp coverage and 86% of women saw improved hair growth after six months. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code GUIDE. Find out why over 3,500 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code GUIDE. That's Nutrafol.com promo code GUIDE. All right, Tim. We might have to do two episodes. Yeah, no, this is part this. one. Okay, part one. Who are we gonna? What dedicate the next one to Army <laughs> Hammer, <laughs> America's <laughs> least favorite boy? Yeah. Did you watch that uh, that documentary about him? I couldn't. If you showed me three guys and told me uh-huh. one of them was Army Hammer, I probably wouldn't be able to pick. What him if out. the other two were people you knew? <laughs> <laughs> then would you be able? One to of them was my out? dad. <laughs> One of them was your dad, the other one was your son, and one was Army Hammer. (laughs) One's in his 70s, one's one years old, Uh, and one's roughly the age of Army Hammer, as I understand it. Uh, It was crazy. That that guy's a crazy guy, and he's got a crazy family, the Hammer family. Yeah. Well, people begged his dad uh, not to hurt him. Uh, his dad MC and his dad is dad. I was just kidding. I was pretending that his dad was MC Hammer. Tom. I get it, but his dad's name I think was also Army. But he was like responsible. Like he had something to do with Arm and Hammer. They like bought Arm and Hammer or something. <laughs> something weird. I for I forget what it was, but there was like a weird connection between Army Hammer and Arm and Hammer. Uh, the famous baking soda. Man, if you're another company making baking soda. Yeah, get oh, the fuck out of boy, town. Yeah. You got an uphill battle. Just listen, we're talking about brand loyalty and uh, uh, planter all fruit.
Arm and Hammer baking soda. That's the only baking soda I get. Do you ever use baking soda not to just suck smells out of your uh, yes, I used refrigerator? it somewhat recently. We you got to use a different box for that, Tom. Yes. Oh, yeah. Not no. the smell sucking box. <laughs> yeah, because that's just going to taste like the smells. Yeah. Um, no, we used it somewhat recently. There was like a colossal catastrophe in our apartment where. Uh, <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Where somebody, I won't say who, it wasn't me though, uh, dropped like a 32 ounce uh, glass container of olive oil and it Ooh. shattered and went everywhere. And uh, slipping it, and sliding for well, weeks. Oh, my. Well, just like couldn't get it up. And then I was, I thought, well, let me look it up. How do you clean up olive oil? And the solution was uh, baking soda. And like, holy, it, it in, I don't know, five minutes, it was cleaned up. Oh, wow. It just sucked it all up and just, it was just like dried little pellets of uh, baking soda. And you eat that. You, you, you and then you can eat those and they taste like olive oil. You put those in the oven, 350 for 20 minutes. Delicious. I mean, it is pretty delicious. It wasn't for all the dirt on your floor. Yeah. Well, yeah, it adds character. Uh, Tim, May 26th. I've been eating a lot of food off the floor, Tom. Well, you got a kid now, so yeah. I'm sure your your threshold for what you'll accept as clean. It's going to be wasted if, if, you know, it's yeah. thrown on the floor. Well, you probably see him. He puts all kinds of things in his mouth. He's, and he's fine. fine. He's so, yeah. sick every other week. <laughs> he's currently uh, living inside a bubble, but other than that... Uh, Tim, May 26th. Uh, does that date sound familiar to you, Tom? No, why? Does that sound familiar? Is that your wedding anniversary or something? It's, uh... Oh, is it your birthday? Yeah. Oh, okay. Tim, on your birthday. This I'm, is what I'm doing on my birthday. On, on your birthday, I'm going to take all, you... uh, I'm gonna see About My Father. <laughs> I'm going to take you to see About My Father in a somewhat, in, some, uh, in something of a thematic cousin to his role in the Meet the Parents franchise. Robert De Niro, Bobby, teams up with Sebastian Maniscalco. Maniscalco. Maniscalco in this comedy about a man who brings his immigrant father to meet his fiance's well-to-do family, only for cultural misunderstandings to erupt in presumably hilarious fashion. So it's like uh, uh, Bobby De Niro's son is marrying like a real uh, like waspy, rich uh, lady with like. Uh, you know, very like uh, uh, waspy parents, and uh, you know, De Niro's in there. And he's like, "What is this? What's going on here?" That's very good. Yeah, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Did they just say it's like a spiritual successor because it's like essentially just like the same plot? I think just like a. I think it's kind of the inverse where like Robert De Niro is going to be the fish out of water. Uh, okay. In the, in the, like he meets, he meets these families. I wasn't really family. listening to the synopsis. Well, I was looking I up it, how old Robert De Niro he's 79. is. 79. Yeah. So when Meet the Parents came out, mm-hmm. he was mid fifties. Yeah. Practically, you're practically in your mid fifties. Uh, I'm not practically <laughs> in my mid fifties. Um, it's just weird to think about is all. It's not weird. <laughs> anyway, he's uh, 
Yeah, it's it's Meet the Parents, but a di- different parents. Why don't they time. make a uh, remake Meet the Fuckers, though? <laughs> well, this is kind of a remake of Meet the Fuckers. Uh, but they're, 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 I mean, actually, it does sound like it's pretty similar. Uh, cause the, the fuckers, they were like, uh, very, uh, hippie, right? I think so. Cause it was, uh, uh, I didn't care for meet the parents. Didn't and like, uh, it did, didn't care to follow up with meet the fuckers to see yeah, what's going on. I saw a part of it somewhat recently was on TV, uh, like over Christmas, I think it's on TV. Okay. So you were at, yeah, some, <laughs> someone else's okay. house and you know, the TV was just on all day and it was like, we're going to, you know, TBS is showing all the meet the, all the fuckers movies. movies yeah. Uh, but it's Barbara Streisand and Babs. Dustin Hoffman dusty as the Babs and dusty as the, as the parents, but they're like very liberal and like right. hippie kind of. And this isn't, this maybe is a little bit of that. I don't know, but it's going to be a great movie. Tim, did you know that uh, 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 people may have seen this in the news? Bobby just had a, had a new baby. With yeah, his, uh, 79 years old. Yeah, well, not the baby. The baby's zero. Oh, oh, it's not a Ben Button situation. <laughs> it's not. Bobby, Bobby's not pulling a Ben. Okay. Um, but his, I, I don't think they're married, his girlfriend, and I know you have uh, a lot of problems God with that. Uh, he met on The Intern. Net. <laughs> no, no, The Intern, the movie you like. Oh, really? Yeah. He's married to Anne Hathaway? No, it's not Anne Hathaway. It's the, uh, the Tai Chi consultant slash Tai Chi instructor in oh, the movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ah, you old dog. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, all right. Wait, uh, oh, Tom, we didn't do this. How what? many? How many Timmies do you give about my father? Oh, uh, hopefully five Timmies. Hopefully, it's a great movie. I mean, what in terms of your anticipation? Oh, uh, I'll give that a four. Okay, uh, a little bit of a wait and see, but I like Robert De Niro in comedies. He's, I've always, like, I like Arnold Schwarzenegger comedies. Like, I like guys who aren't comedy guys doing comedy. At what point is Robert De Niro a, a comedy guy, though? Um, I, At the point where he makes more comedies than dramas? I think we've we've reached that threshold. At the this point is the, where... This is the original bad grandpa we're talking about, Tom. <laughs> at the point where he's more famous for his roles in comedies. Well, I think you ask... You know, ask ask Timmy Chalamet or yeah. anybody younger than him. Maybe, yeah. To some, I mean, same thing with Arnold. Like, uh, you know, he's he's a lot of people that are fans of his from the '90s didn't see his '80s movies that were not as uh, like family friendly and as. Uh, I mean, that was comedic. me before yeah. before uh, I watched all those for a now defunct podcast. Mm-hmm. I just knew him from. Last Action Hero in Kindergarten Cop. Yeah, which, you know, it's great movies. Versatile actor. Kindergarten Cop, Tom, mm-hmm. I think is the movie I've seen the second most in my wow. whole life. What's the first most? It's got to be Home Alone. Yeah. I watch Home Alone like several times a year. you were going to say The Passion of the Christ. It's too long. <laughs> right. You can't I get would, in I that would love viewings. to get more viewings in. It's yeah. just, it's so, I, I'd love it so, but it's also exhausting. The thing I like about Arnold Schwarzenegger is he really disappears into a role. <laughs> <laughs> you hear about this new uh, documentary? Yeah, I watched on? the trailer the other yeah. night. 
It looks good. I no, I can't imagine anything more boring than what more boring, Tim, than something that he uh, no, I willingly... think he has very little say in this. It definitely isn't just like a a way to rehabilitate his image. It's a puff piece worthy of uh, the yeah. complete guide to everything. I think he's. Uh, I I think he is genuinely like sorry about like being shitty when he was younger. Yeah, we are all sorry about being shitty, but yeah. like, I don't know. Is he gonna give back uh, that kid? <laughs> give back that kid? <laughs> what do you mean? You didn't get the kid. Uh, his his uh, child he had out of wedlock. I mean, I just feel like it's just like oh, I feel bad about bad things I did. Great. Yeah. Well, I know he's he like, says California very funny. California, California. He uh, they, they had a field day with that when he was the governor. I think you mean the governor. What? <laughs> yeah, you ever hear that one? Oh, because he played the Terminator. Yeah. Tim coming out against about my father. This is gonna be a maybe a double header for you or, or, or uh, uh, Sophie's choice. Uh, the Little Mermaid, uh, May 26th. Uh, Disney tapped Rob Marshall to helm the its next live action. Oh, it's a Rob Marshall joint? Yeah, who's he? The guy, probably. <laughs> a director, it sounds uh, like. Adaptation, live action adaptation of classic anime bill with pop star Halle Bailey as Ariel. I didn't realize she was a pop star. I thought she was just an actress. I thought she just played uh, one of the X-Men. <laughs> um, Melissa McCarthy as Ursula Javier Bardem as King Triton David Diggs as Sebastian and Aquafina as Scuttle among others um, first off I, this movie I thought came out years ago <laughs> I feel like they've been talking about this movie since well, since I was a boy well it is interesting because uh, I'm not talking about the cartoon I know the cartoon exists uh, former uh, America's Best Boy, uh, Jacob Tremblay, says his name? Yeah. Tremblay? Because all the, the trembling he does, because <laughs> he, he plays scared really well. Yeah. It's like, this boy's always trembling. Well, it's weird, because I saw a, uh, like a interview with him, and they had a picture of him, and he's 16 now, and uh, looks like... He, are you like, Ugh. No, he, he's not. He's... Not a weird looking guy or anything, but like unrecognizable, I think, for the most part. Really? Um, like I wouldn't have. This I gotta see. I wouldn't Is have, he in the film? He plays Flounder. Uh-huh. So he just does a voice. But in this, he said something about like, uh, like I say, he's 16 now. And when he did the voice for Fl- Oh, I think it was said he said like he saw it recently and he was like a little nervous because he had like never sang in something and he sings mm-hmm. in this. But he was like, oh, luckily I did that voiceover work when I was 12 before my voice changed. Oh, wow. So I was like, oh, shit, you did that four years ago? That's a long time. I mean, they got to then make all the animations over it, Tom. Yeah, well... But I don't know. They with the Marvel movies, they make the animations the week before the movies yeah. come out. But watching the trailer, I just don't understand why why they didn't just like make I mean, maybe it's just because they're showing like a lot of the under the sea stuff in the trailer or whatever. 
Um, the but- Tom, I got I got news for you. Most of the movie takes place under the sea. There's a whole song and dance about it. No, a lot of it takes place once she gets like her legs and she can't talk and uh, goes up and meets the prince or whatever. When's the last and time the you watched gets a boner? Uh, the Little, Little Mermaid? Mermaid the, the 1990. <laughs> a long time ago. I watched it probably within the last 18 months. Okay, with your son or just... This is when I thought... Uh, <laughs> that was also the time frame I thought Buzz Aldrin died. And... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I read the terrible news about Buzz Aldrin and thought, I gotta watch The Little Mermaid. <laughs> no, I was watching it. There's a... Hey, full disclosure, there's a movie podcast I listen to called mm-hmm. Blank Check and they uh-huh. were... Uh, Please doing... don't mention, especially other movie podcasts. On yeah, this I know. Movie we are podcast. the definitive movie podcast. <laughs> don't give, don't um, give other people ideas out there. And they were going through a certain uh, directing team's uh, work, work, mm-hmm. and that was one of them. Oh, okay. So I watched it. Was it all animated stuff? Yeah. Okay. I stopped watching because after like watching The Little Mermaid, I was like, "What am I doing? I don't want to watch <laughs> these, these movies." Yeah, yeah. It's like I can appreciate that yeah, it's like I a watched, really good kids movie. Yeah, but I it, think I watched that and The Great Mouse Detective, and I was like, <laughs> I'm, "I'm 40 yeah. years old. Can can we stop?" Um, but uh, from what I saw of like the trailer and stuff, I kind of don't get why they didn't just make a computer animated version. That's when you're what watching, they said about the Lion King, too. Yeah. Because when you're watching it, it's like, none of what I'm looking at is real. Right. I think they wanted Halle Bailey to be real, but it looks like, it's like, ah, we didn't get the right angle. Just make a digital double of her and, and you know, I don't know. I don't know if they even, like, put her face on it or, or what. But, like, the CG just looks bad yeah um and it's like very realistic like flounder looks like a fish and and stuff it's i i just don't understand why yeah here's the thing Mm -hmm. every once in a while a movie comes along that is not for me yeah and also i feel like is executed poorly right but also there is a unrelated to that Mm mm-hmm Shitty backlash oh, yeah, by a bunch of the they, biggest pieces of shit yeah, in the history of the world. They cast a black actress as Ariel. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just like, hey, this yeah, movie isn't for me, and in. it isn't good based on for for you know I think uh, reasons that are you mm. know defensible that I that I yeah. feel or it doesn't look good. Yeah. Um. But then you get lumped in with, and it's like <laughs> maybe it's best to just be like, this yeah. doesn't. This yeah, has nothing to do with me, right? It just doesn't require a lot of yeah, your. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't need to to weigh in on this. I think uh, the 2016 Ghostbusters is another example of this, mm-hmm. and it's just like you know what? These it's things, fine. It's fine. Yeah, they exist. Things are not for me. Five Timmy Chalamets I'm, for <laughs> Little Mermaid. You're very excited to see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm kind of surprised now that I think about it. Cause like they've been making, they've been, you know, doing all these live action. There was just a live action Peter Pan on right. Disney plus that apparently was not good either. Right. Like all these movies are very dark, like, like literally, like literally dark. Yeah. Like you can't see what the hell's going on. Um, and same thing with this. Like I remember as a kid, like in the little mermaid for nothing else than like, Oh, it's bright and colorful and as fun. Like being like, what's one of those seashells? Well, oh right? yeah. I mean, I, yeah, as a kid, I was like, this, this woman's beautiful. <laughs> um, 
She is beautiful. She is. That's part of the story. Um, but I'm kind of surprised with all Prince these. Eric's going to be seen with an uggo. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised with all these like live action updates that Disney's been doing that they don't just do like computer animated versions of these things. Like, why not just do that instead why if they want to update it? Why not make something new? Yeah. Hey, well, obviously, I got yeah. a bunch of screenplays that I've been shopping around Hollywood. <laughs> but I just don't understand. Like at this point, I forget what what the first what a lot one of mermaid original mermaid stories that they should make. <laughs> I forget the. I think maybe Jungle Book was the first live action adaptation they made. Yeah. But like since then, they've just been like full speed ahead, and I feel like they gotten worse and worse and people don't like them they don't do well but it's like they put all their eggs in the like we're gonna remake every cartoon in live action mm-hmm. well i think they do like okay or well enough i still think they make like hundreds of millions of dollars in profit yeah which is like more than this show has but made even should, over the last like 15 years but they should make more things for me is what i'm saying anyway yeah there's not enough <laughs> stuff made for yeah disney doesn't make enough stuff for me 42 year old to buy toys uh tim uh we're getting into june now okay june gloom that's yeah. a thing right no i don't think so I think those it is. words don't rhyme either no it's a it's a slant rhyme okay uh, the Boogeyman, June second. Did that scare you? Finally made. I feel like there actually was another Boogeyman movie, an or another movie called The Boogeyman. June gloom is a term for a weather pattern <laughs> that results in cloudy, overcast skies with cool temperatures during the late spring and early summer. And what about the Boogeyman? The boogie. I'm too scared to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what if you search for it and they show you a real picture of the boogeyman? I'll die of fright. <laughs> uh, Yellow Jacket star Sophie Thatcher. I think she's the one that plays uh, Juliet Lewis's, the young Juliet Lewis. Never seen the. Oh, Yellow you've Jacket. never seen Yellow Jacket? What am I gonna subscribe to Showtime? Uh, maybe, a second I don't know. tier <laughs> premium cable. Screw uh, you guys. Oh, are you pirating it, Tom? She leads the way in the supernatural horror film about a high schooler and her younger sister grieving the death of their mother, whose lives are threatened when a malicious presence shows up in their home. Probably the boogeyman. Yeah. Were you afraid of the boogeyman as a kid? No, I've never been clear on what the boogeyman is. You know, I was never clear either, but that didn't stop me from being very afraid of him. You know what we called the boogeyman? What's that? The Roger. Uh-huh. Roger. Roger. Yeah. Uh no, no. There is a truck that I don't think they drive this truck around town anymore in the suburbs that uh in the summer mm-hmm. would shoot out pesticides. Oh yeah, I remember those. Yeah, because and they would and now it's like stay indoors. Yeah, they close your windows. They blanket the neighborhood with smoke. <laughs> yeah, with poison. With poison to kill all the bugs. <laughs> uh-huh. And, you know, you're supposed to stay inside there. I think they mailed all of our parents. Like, yeah. Uh, and what did we do as kids? And our parents didn't care. Mm-hmm. was like hiding the bushes because, like, the guy <laughs> driving the truck, the boogie van, would, like, if he saw kids out, he would stop it. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So you'd yeah, hide. It's fucking poison. <laughs> yeah. So you'd have to hide in the bushes. Uh-huh. So he'd spray the smoke. 
And then when he's a little bit down the street, after he sprayed the smoke, you get up and run around in the smoke and pretend to... Uh, pretend to what? I don't know that you were in smoke. Tim, you know how bad that shit must have been that in the fucking like 80s, they were like, oh, don't breathe this in. I know. I, I, wish, yeah. I wish I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what... I. I have a lot. I wonder of, what will become of it. I'm sure <laughs> something horrible. Yeah. Now I was gonna say, like, uh, one of one of my only hopes for the afterlife is that, like, you get a lot of stats. Yeah, that'd be cool. And like, I hope that they if would... you had the choice of like, uh, see your stats <laughs> and go to hell, or don't see the stats <laughs> and go to heaven, I'd kind of be like, Ooh, what, what kind of stats yeah, are we talking? Are Everything. Because um, I'd like to know, like. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, if after you die, it's like, uh, oh, yeah, that thing that killed you, you'll never guess where that came yeah. from. It was when you were nine years old and you put this thing in your <laughs> mouth as a, like a joke. <laughs> like, yeah, the over the next, you know, uh, however many years, it was just festering in you. And then when you did this, oh, boy, that didn't help it at all. It's St. Peter reading out of his St. Big Peter book. reading yeah. out a new a, a list of new things to regret. Uh, That's my idea of heaven. Three and a half uh, Chalamets uh, for the a boogeyman. boogeyman. Yeah, I, I'd probably say, uh, you know, I love a good horror movie. Do you? Yeah. What do you mean, do I? What's the last horror movie like that you've enjoyed like modern horror movie. oh i watched this movie uh, don't say halloween h20 no, that came no. out 23 years ago tom uh who invited them oh. with uh ryan hansen from party down yeah. and it was about it was one of these um uh it was on um shutter yeah shutter uh one of these great shutter movies that's like 80 minutes long <laughs> uh takes place in one location it's basically like a uh, couple, like a uh, like fairly rich couple, I think in L.A., like having a house party, this new beautiful house that they bought and uh, slowly realizing that there are like two people there that nobody knows and they claim to be the neighbors later on. But like, yeah, I won't give it away. They're but like a lot neighbors. of stuff. Yeah. A lot of stuff happens. And it was great. And like I'm trying to remember, it was like a rare horror movie too, where I don't think there was really. Again, I don't want to spoil anything. I, I forget if there was any gore and blood, but there was definitely not any in the majority of the movie. Right. Uh, it was just kind of like a suspenseful horror movie, which are mm. the kind of movies I like. Yeah. So you like suspense films? Yeah. But I um, like suspenseful horror, I think, the most. Like, I don't like, uh, you know, uh, like uh, gore porn type things. Yeah. But I like, I love, you like, uh, I like regular porn. Yeah. And, re and regular gore. <laughs> um, you like real life gore. <laughs> yeah. I like uh, faces you, you of you death, got that, that uh, kind of stuff. No, but you got that police, you got that uh, <laughs> scanner. So yeah, you can yeah. be like, oh, there's an accident. Yeah. And me. then I go and film my own. Yeah. Um, do you remember that Shudder movie that came out during the pandemic? Oh, yeah. It was like 45 minutes long or something. Yeah, with all the people on uh, like a Zoom call. Yeah. Yeah, that, w that was so scary and so good. People, like, I thought that movie was, was cool. Mm -hmm. I remember you were just like, that was scary. It like broke my wife. And I think it was also <laughs> like, 
the pandemic was still going on. And oh they, yeah, like, yeah. Filmed it, was, it we like over Zoom, and like I think it was like, hey, let's get some vulnerable vulnerable people <laughs> like in this in this situation and like show them this. Yeah, <laughs> and like that'll really fuck them up. Yeah, I wonder like. If Let, you watch let's that get now. A, let's get a bunch of people who are trapped in their homes and make them afraid of their homes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we, we got time for a few more, right, in part one? Yeah. Uh, but uh, shout out to Shudder. Uh, great service. Yeah. Uh, make it, making great short movies. <laughs> uh, the Boogeyman. Oh, uh, same day. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, June 2nd. <clears throat> uh, I'm not even gonna read the. Uh, you know, it's a follow up to Spider Man Into the Spider Verse with the uh, Miles Morales Spider Man. Right. You saw the first one. I did. I yeah. watched it on a plane. Oh, okay. That that's the way to see it. <laughs> uh, this new one looks great. Like the story looks great. It looks like they're also doing like even wackier artistic things yeah. with the animation. Um, I it, I actually thought the story. No, nah, I like the story a lot. Um, I think like, I guess for me, uh, these movies, dra- any like superhero origin movie drags nowadays. Cause like, yeah, he becomes Spider-Man. Like, let's get to that part. Um, but, uh, but the, the art style of that whole movie was just insane. Like s- such cool stuff. Yeah. Um, are we getting multiverse fatigue yet? Uh, I'm sure. I mean, we're we're neck deep in the multiverse saga, Tim. I and... just feel like here's the thing about the multiverse. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, we can tell all these fun stories and also like remove all the stakes from any of the stories <laughs> that we tell, right? Yeah. Well, Tim, in the multiverse, there's another version of you that thinks these movies are great and mm-hmm. loves them. I I liked Into the Spider Verse. I thought, uh. you know what I thought. I thought the screen was a little too small. I couldn't really tell what was happening. <laughs> right. A little, a little small, low resolution. I have a bunch of scratches on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, uh, Across the... I think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse might be my favorite Spider-Man movie of like all the Spider-Man movies. Even more than Spider-Man 2? I haven't seen Spider-Man 2 in a while. I'm going to have to watch that again. Also, for the Sam Raimi's oh, okay. miniseries. Uh-huh. Um, even more than Spider-Man 1. <laughs> I mean, Spider-Man 1. I remember seeing Spider-Man 1 in a movie theater and walking out and being like, holy shit, they like actually made a superhero movie. Tom, mm-hmm. if you uh, after being brain poisoned by CGI <laughs> Marvel movies where they like are just like stuffing in um like all these storylines and setting the stage yeah. for all these you know whatever mm-hmm. crossovers moving you go watch Spider-Man 1 2001 yeah. 2002 Somewhere 2002 there, yeah um and you're just like there's nothing going on in it like it is <laughs> such a simple streamlined yeah. movie and it's just so nice. And it's got your favorite guy, uh, his conduct. You love uh, James Franco. Um, <laughs> I thought you were going to say Willem Dafoe, because I love Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. It took me a while to warm up to Willem Dafoe. Yeah. But now I like him. I watched a, mo- a new movie with him recently that was disappointing. Uh, I think maybe it was called Inside. 
Oh, I started watching that one where he's the art uh, thief. Yeah, like a gets, cat burglar. Yeah, I heard good things about that movie. It's really good. It has a disappointing ending. Uh, um, does he get outside? <laughs> no spoiler. No, no spoiler. No spoil- I'm not going to say right what now. what happens, but uh, but it's a very cool concept of basically like a, a cat burglar, art burglar, thief, art thief guy who is working with a team that brings him via helicopter to like this penthouse apartment of like, I don't know, like an art dealer, art collector, somebody very rich with a bunch of very expensive pieces of art. And, you know, he's going to steal them. But the like security alarm goes off and locks him in. But like uh, a bunch of things kind of go haywire. And essentially he's trapped inside this penthouse apartment, huge apartment. But he can't get out at all. There's no water. Like the uh, there's some reason why like, the water's turned off. Uh, and you know, just like whatever, it, it's you know, some billionaire's apartment that has you know thirty homes. So this is not a place he's at all the time, and, and he's just trapped in there for like a while, uh, at least weeks, if not months. The the movie uh, takes place over. Oh wow. Uh, but uh, very unsatisfying ending, I'll say. Sorry to hear that. But otherwise, pretty good. My thing about Willem Dafoe, I think Mm. one of the first things I saw him in Mm -hmm. was Boondock Saints. Oh, yeah, your favorite movie. Tom, Uh even when everybody was into that movie, Uh that was like the first movie I ever like bucked the trend and was like, guys, you're wrong. This movie sucks shit. Yeah. And like it's cheesy and like Willem Dafoe's there. He's like a crime scene investigator, right? Mm-hmm. But he's like conducting classical music as he's. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, this movie sucks. Everybody in this movie sucks. And it took me a long time to, to warm would, uh, up to, 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 come to, around. to Willem. He was just there for the paycheck. Uh, and I was just like, you ever see that movie about the guy, the guy who made Boondock yeah, Saints? Overnight. Yeah, Overnight. Is yeah. that what it's called? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was good. And then there's all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a documentary yeah. about the, the bombastic asshole that made Boondock Saints, <laughs> yeah. who thought he was the biggest genius ever. Yeah, he, he thought he was like the new Quentin Tarantino. Right, and... Uh, overnight success Mm -hmm. but also like you go back and like um all of his complaints Mm -hmm. were about uh harvey weinstein being a piece of shit to him (laughs) and like he got hit by a car oh at like a premiere like i think in texas or something for Uh for and like he's like harvey weinstein sent that car to like drive up on the sidewalk and take me out and like in the when you see that movie in 2008 or whatever like oh whatever yeah whatever you're you're a psycho like harvey Weinstein would never do something bad yeah and then and now we know not only the bad things he did but like the extents he would go to 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 like get revenge on people and stuff so like that that does kind of track i guess uh, I think that's going to be it for part one of uh, the big movies. I'm doing something with my hands. Nobody, you can you were doing it. like a, the cover of David Bowie's <laughs> Heroes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that was supposed to represent. Uh, I you know uh, there's a new uh, Bowie documentary on HBO Max. Uh, Moonage Daydream to watch, and also. Mm-hmm. 
That was playing in IMAX because, oh. like, apparently it's got like trippy visuals to it. Nice. Like, it's and it was like I think it was like almost like one of those laser shows at the planetarium. <laughs> and well, I was, that they if you if you're not high, they'll give you something on the way in. <laughs> yeah. But like, it's it's kind of like watching Avatar on your TV at this point. Yeah, like, uh, should have seen it in IMAX. Yeah, just like when I turned on Gemini Man and I was like why didn't I watch this in its original and it's very hard to get rate. it in 60 frames yeah you can get 60 but I think it was in 90 maybe when it came it out it was like too real <laughs> yeah uh, anyway if you like the show check out tcgt.com for more uh, information I guess <laughs> links to our social media and a bunch of other stuff uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds you can follow Tim at your pal Tim thank you you saw that I was taking a sip yeah <laughs> Uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide. Hey, if you like all this uh, industry talk, you'll love the book we're reading on Books the Podcast right now on Patreon. It's called It's Not TV about HBO. It, it, that's not the name of the book. The name of the book is It's Not TV yeah. and it's about HBO. The book is about HBO yeah. and that's the title. <laughs> It's not TV, and the book is about HBO. Yeah. Go into your local bookstore and ask for that by name. Uh, and you get all the the back episodes of uh, uh, Books of Podcasts and a bunch of other fun podcasts. Patreon.com slash Complete Guide. Um, out of these movies, what what which one are you... The, which one are you going to make an effort to go to the theater for you? We got think? Blackberry, Hypnotic, first Fast 10, mm-hmm. <laughs> First X is what, how I read that, <laughs> About My Father, The Little Mermaid, The Boogeyman, Spider-Man. That's it. That's all we got yeah. to. Let's throw Transformers, Rise of the Beasts in there because we're not going to want to talk about that next I want to talk about Transformers. Okay, we'll take that out. Um <laughs> Why was that going to be the movie you were going to make the effort to see in the theaters? No, I think, Tom, I know I know what yours is going to be. Mm-hmm. Mine is going to be hypnotic. Well, you, you got to go see it this weekend because I think it's probably going to only be in theaters <laughs> one weekend. Ben Affleck, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely probably the movie. I'll, I'll wait till that's on, Heists. on demand uh, based on the reviews, but uh, I'll watch it as soon as it's on demand. Uh, for me, it's probably that or about my father. <laughs> if about my father got gets good reviews, Tim, we're going out for your birthday. We're gonna go see about my father together. All right, we could get the bet. It could get like glowing reviews. I think we'll still be the only two in the theater. <laughs> um, Robert De Niro, yeah, funny guy, funny guy. He seems like he has a real sense of humor. He does. Uh, and he's a he's a good actor. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. And he's got working semen at seventy nine years old. Impressive. Yeah, not bad. I mean, semen doesn't go bad in uh, when it's inside <laughs> you. All right, we'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast. Oh my gosh. Hi, guys. We're the band, Muna. And oh my gosh, guess what? I'm Josette. Hi, Joe. I'm Katie. And oh my gosh, I think I'm Naomi. 
And this is Gayotic, our podcast now on HeadGum. We have a lot of our faves on the beautiful boys from Los Culturistas and SNL separately, Bone Yang and Matt Rogers. Mm-hmm. Sexy, sexy people. <laughs> Brace Kulenschmidt. Clay Duvall. Hanif Abdurakib. We have Tegan and Sarah on for a two-parter. Oof. We love them. Mommy and Daddy. Guess which one's which. We're going to be sort of figuring out which queer people fit into which stereotypical roles. Yeah. I wish we'd like spent less time on the podcast doing that than we actually do. I feel like I've just <laughs> been compulsively trying to find out who's the top and who's the bottom. Well, every I think episode. these are the hard hitting questions. Everybody wants to know. Will you remain gay yeah. once you come out as gay? Is being gay overrated? Absolutely. Find out more <laughs> on Gayotic. Subscribe to Gayotic on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes drop each Wednesday.